1: everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson alongside my co-host, Brian Fromm. So glad you've been with us today. We hope you enjoyed our incredible conversation with friend of the show, David French. He's a columnist at The New York Times. We've been fans of his for a while, and it was a fantastic conversation. If you missed it, go back and catch up on the podcast. We also enjoy engaging with you on social media. We are at Common Good Talk on Facebook, on Instagram. And Brian and I just decided after talking to David French, we're both getting on threads so, you can yes. also, I don't know if you can find the Common Good yet on Threads. We'll get there soon, but you'll be able to follow Brian Fromm and Aubrey Sampson there fairly soon. All right, we thought we would end the show and end the week by doing something we love to do each and every Friday. That is a top five list. Top five, top five, top five, top five, top five things with Brian and Aubrey. And in honor of some uh, guests that Brian got to have a conversation with on Monday when I was out sick, Mm -hmm. we decided to – well, why don't you set up the guest? And then you set up the top five list for us, Brian.
2: Yeah, we had a guest. If you remember, um, Ashley Mofield and Rachel Cash, I believe was her name. I'm doing that from from memory. They put out a new devotional called Mixtape Theology that is – dedicated to 90s Christian music and kind of culture but music so they take a well-known 90s Christian song or artist to kind of pair it with a verse and it's kind of turned it into devotional and Aubrey if I, I was eating it up I was like that is that's my time that's my that's when I was like the king of the youth group I was see you at the poll. I was all those things I was <laughs> I was selling testaments, all of it. I was That was my time.
1: <laughs> I love that. Okay, so in honor of that conversation, in honor of you, like you said, we're going to do top five CCM bands. Mine are pretty much 90s. Are yours 90s or did you go 80s and 90s?
2: Well, I tried to stick to the 90s as much as possible. There's one that bridges it a lot. The harder one for me was to stay out of the 2000s. So some of them... That maybe uh, when the nineties, yeah. I realized I didn't start listening to them to the 2000s. So that's why I kept them off. I'll mention them in my honorable mention, but okay. I, I tried to stay as nineties as possible.
1: Okay, so I now I'm wondering, are mine two thousands? I don't know. I might, I might, I might be fudging the years on mine a little bit, but that's okay. All right, shall we begin with number five? Number uh, Brian, five. Would you like to go first?
2: I will, and this band. Uh, while not my most favorite band, is probably the one of the Christian artists that I saw in concert the most. I think <gasps> they were constantly around where I was. And quite frankly, I think even to this day, they just constantly tore. Yeah. Uh, and so they played a big role in my middle school, high school years. That is The Newsboys.
1: Oh, The Newsboys. What are their big songs?
2: Oh, I'm Not Ashamed. Uh, Keep going. And others. Uh, that's the one I remember the most. I'm not ashamed to go. I'm not ashamed to let you know. Uh, I got this. Oh, now I'm going to forget, but it's all about, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. They are your classic CCM. Okay. Yeah. band, right? Like they would be at all the conferences and all the conventions and all that.
1: So Brian knows this about me and I think our listeners might know, but I wasn't a big, I haven't really been a big CCM person. And so some of mine are a little, I don't know all the bands that might be the classic bands, but I did try to, so I tried to get some of the classic ones and some that were definitely popular, but might've not been like top of the CCM charts. But I would say my number five is classic CCM. And I know this band because one of their songs was in a movie that I liked in high school. That band is Jars of Clay.
2: Mm, they're going to show up on mine.
1: And, yes. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Sixpence None the Richer was in a movie that I liked, But Jars of Clay was played on like mainstream radio. And For so sure. they, they were sure. like a crossover band. So they're on they're on mine.
2: Was it my it might have been my freshman year before so you weren't there yet, but it might have been my sophomore year and would have been your freshman year. of Clay came to Wheaton.
1: What? No, that We're definitely there. wasn't. I wasn't there no, for that. Wow, that's huge. Okay. All uh, right. Number, number four for four? me.
2: Uh classic 80s, but more so nineties. And they even had some crossover like your uh, mm. you're you're commenting on here that's dc talk
1: okay you're gonna find dc talk i'll just go ahead and share next on my list as well for jesus talk Freaks. is my we're number jesus four Freaks. yeah <laughs> i had dc talk slash toby Mac because i don't know okay. when he began nope. his own his mm-hmm. own career but like i saw dc talk and toby Mac in concert they Did i could really i don't think i could sing a song except for like yeah maybe jesus freak but i liked them they were cool
2: They most certainly were. Toby Uh, Mac always
1: struck me as like a cool snowboarder guy, like a burnout (laughs) snowboarder. You know what I mean? Like he was so cool.
2: (laughs) Uh, DC uh, DC talk was good. And they were also like different. It was like, oh, they're kind of like rappy. Yeah, Yeah,
1: totally. Totally. Am I back
2: up? Were they your four?
1: They were my number four. Yep.
2: So we're both on number four. Okay. Uh, number three, this was the one that I most would say bridges 80s into the 90s, but they're okay. still advar- around today. Yeah. I This was early 90s for me. Uh, I'm going to go with the band. Are you aware of the band Petra?
1: Oh, of course. They were kind of a heavy metal-ish. Is that correct?
2: Not so much. They oh, were, okay. A little bit, but uh, it, it was... Uh, yeah, like rock it, again, and roll? Yeah, newsboys, like they were all the same. Okay. They were all okay. the same. Yeah. I just think, didn't feel guilty listening to them.
1: I feel like in my mind Petra's like a big hair band. Is that true or not true?
2: So you're gonna delve into my honorable mentions here. Uh-huh. I think you're referring to, I think you're referring to Striper.
1: Oh, I you yes. I think you're right. I think to hell
2: right. with the devil was their big one. Yes, <laughs> so awesome. Yes,
1: <laughs> we had a guy at our church that for a while who was part of like a like a '80s Christian hair band, and they came. They like went on tour kind of recently, and anyway, it's so awesome. Okay, this
2: is where we also realized, by the way, our young theology came from some of these songs, like to hell with the devil. <laughs> but then also Petra had a song that I loved but it was called this means war and it oh, was just all oh. spiritual warfare wow. it was all the devil <laughs> we're defeating him and you're like yes <laughs> yeah we
1: are we're we're marching wow wow okay that's that's hardcore okay my number three, this was a band I liked and I saw in concert. I don't know that they were ever that popular. And honestly, if you asked me to sing one of their songs, I couldn't. But I was really into like um non-Christian ska and punk rock when I was mm-hmm. like late high school, early college. And so uh, my number three is the OC Supertones.
2: Remember? Do you remember them? Yep. them? They were like a yep. Christian
1: ska band. I did see them in concert. They were fantastic, but again, I couldn't couldn't sing you a song if you asked me to.
2: I, I never got into that whole ska horn kind yeah. of thing. I knew yeah. like we were all supposed to get into it kind of right. when we were in college. You know, right. uh, speaking of Christian ska bands, before you, I believe it was when Ian was doing the show with me, we had on one of the lead singers of Five Iron Frenzy.
1: No way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> uh,
2: what do we have to number two? Number, yeah, number two, two. For me is going to be away from the band, away from all of this. Okay. Uh, this was more college. A little more contemplative, a yep. little more this. Rich Mullins.
1: Oh, Rich Mullins. I uh, love
2: Cat- Rich Mullins. He Catherine came to McNeil Wheaton loves a- Rich Mullins. Oh, I love Rich Mullins. I'll still listen to Rich Mullins today. He wow. came to Wheaton for a semester. It was weird. He was an odd dude. You were there. Oh. You were there at Wheaton. It was our, my junior year. Why was year he there for a year. whole semester? He was putting on a musical. That was oh, one of I the remember this musicals I've ever attended. I
1: remember this. Yeah.
2: Um, He died like a month or two later after he left Wheaton.
1: Why did I think that was Michael W. Smith? Did he also come to Wheaton to do something?
2: Uh, Michael W. Smith's wife is a Wheaton graduate, so he would show up on campus every now and then, homecomings and that kind of stuff.
1: Okay, but Rich Mullins is the one who was putting on that musical. That was a weird musical.
2: He it was very weird, and Rich Mullins in general, it was like a uh, all of us who like loved Rich Mullins, but then you'd walk by the apartment you knew he was staying in, and he was smoking out back, or this. It was like a weird. It was a weird for us who grew up in the evangelical church. It was a little difficult, a
1: little jarring, a <laughs> little, little cognitive dissonance there. That's okay. right. That's all right. right. Um, all right. My number two, I'm sticking with kind of the same thing. This is definitely getting into the 2000s, but especially as a youth pastor, often yep. listening to Reliant K.
2: Oh. They did remember not them? make my list. Yeah. Yes, I do loved them.
1: Reliant K. Okay. Yeah, I used to. Listen so my
2: to them honorable mentions. I went. I have a long list. Here's okay. a couple of them that for me were more 2000s bands. Why okay. I didn't put them on my list, but I loved yep. them. Third Day, Mercy, oh, yeah. and Cademan's Call. Who I think they've okay. kind of deconstructed now, but hey, we like them. Yep. Early 90s, I had a band called Whiteheart. That was Ooh. just, I don't know why I like them. That's an awesome uh, name. And then speaking of my contemplative stage, Michael Card, who has been on the oh, show.
1: Michael Card is fantastic. His book on Lament was one of the most influential books in my own Lament season. So he's yes. fantastic. All right. My honorable mentions. I've got also Third Day. I've got MXPX. And I threw in our buddy Stephen Curtis Chapman. He deserves to be sort of above the top five list. But uh, nice. yeah. All right. Number one.
2: Number one, we don't need to spend much time on it because you mentioned it earlier on your list. For 90s Christian music, for me, you are not topping Jars of Clay. That okay, is gonna be look my number it. one. Oh, love so Jars of Clay. And uh, yep, that, that, okay. CD, that CD played often in high school. Wow,
1: well done. All right. Well, I will end the show with my number one. Uh, I also get into the 2000s here, Switchfoot. I okay. love me some Switchfoot. Hey, we'll be back again on Monday from 4 to 6 p.m. For Brian, from I'm Aubrey Sampson, and you've been listening to the Common Good on AM 1160,
0: Hope for Your Life. Three-star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.